Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen oh, the Town, I'm Dave, and here's what we're going to talk about today. So coming up, we're going to talk about the pre-season. You know, was it good, was it bad? Do we think about the injuries that we might have got? We don't know how severe they are or not severe, and you know, to Clark and to Potts. We're talking about that. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, who's going to start the squad, who do we think might start for Brighton. We're going to talk a tiny bit about the Brighton game in advance here. And also we've got a special guest on today to come and talk about the ticket scenario for Brighton. Um, Graham, has, Graham has come along. He's spoken to us uh, earlier today. And we're going to talk about, is there a fairer way of distributing tickets uh, amongst other things? So uh, no Steve tonight, unfortunately, because he's on holiday and we couldn't get the Zoom link good for him. But he's, he's sent us his team, so that's a good thing. So it's just me and Bataro tonight. Bataro, how are you going? I'm not too bad, my friend. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm just. I said this every time we've done one, knowing that the Premier League is a little bit, little mm-hmm. bit closer. Oh yes. I, I'm getting more <laughs> and more excited as we go. Uh, genuinely can't wait for Saturday. It's amazing. That it really is. What was quite unusual actually was uh, this weekend just gone where all the championships players were, were playing. And, yeah, yeah. And I didn't have to check out any bloody score whatsoever. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. It's just. I mean, the football just came back at the weekend as well. That's what's like. I think that's what's helped me sort of like calm myself down because I think if we had started maybe as one of the first games back in English football and whatever else, I think now I've seen some other games of football, I've, I've calmed down. I'm not sweating as much. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And it's, I, I'm not nervous at all, just saying. Not um, at all. Well, it is quite exciting. Um, just before we start, though, I, 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 on the news this evening, before we start recording, um, the news about Nick Owen and his struggle with... Uh, prostate cancer uh, has come to the fore um, and that I find quite sad I, I hope you know hope that he can pull through all of it uh, he's been a big ambassador for this football club and I just want to wish him well and hope that you know everything goes to plan and, and you know he, he, he recovers uh, and, and you know it brings it quite home you know when you've got Big Mick as well in the same circumstance and now Nick Owen um, and it goes to a point to say you know a friend of the podcast Mark Crowther is doing another charity bike ride this yes. year. Uh, if you can support him as well, that'd be cool because part one of his charities is prostate cancer as well. So uh, I just want to say, uh, I don't know whether Nico in looks or listens or whatever, but, you know, I just want to say, I hope that that recovery happens and, you know, and, and, and he gets through it. Yeah, of course. It's really, really sad news. I can, I can like I said, I couldn't believe it, Dave, when I heard it earlier. It's just, like I say, it hits hard because, like I say, he is... A good guy. It's Mr. Luton Town he's, as well, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's been Luton Mr. Town Luton. forever. Yeah. Um, and also, it just gives me a chance to say, if you want to see what Nick thinks about Luton Town, go check out our our Christmas special with him. It was a pleasure to talk to the man, and uh, just hopefully everything will work out for him. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, club news. Uh, Only Dimner's gone. Taylor's gone. Pettit has gone. Are you surprised by any of those? Well, I mean, to be fair, Casey Petit, I mean, I like the look of him, but, you know, like, 
I think you mentioned to me earlier, Dave, you hit the nail on the head, you said, yeah, you might be disappointed about like a young youngster leaving and what's he going on? Obviously, you can't really blame him. He needs to play football as well. He's getting to an age now where he wants to play football. And obviously, I, I don't know the situation with his contract and whatever, but whatever, it is what it is. But um, look, it's, uh, I mean, on your dimmer, I'll be honest, this might sound a bit strange. I was really, really gutted to see him leave. Because I know this guy, he can run, and he's very, very athletic, very quick. I know he's a little bit injury-prone. But I think in the Premier League, when you need a bit of a counter-attack and a bit of pace, he... But, look, we've recruited well, so obviously you trust the process, but, look, yeah. Joe Taylor um, had his cameo at Wembley Stadium, and yeah. a really, really nice guy. We sponsored his yes, kit last yeah. season uh, at my company. Um this is a good move for him, isn't it? Just to get him some game time and get him up to speed. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, like I say, he's not playing a lot of football. See, he played for us, like I say, last season a few times. Um, I think he came on in here maybe two or three times towards the end of the season. Playoff final, we also all know what happened. Put in a good shift. Always looked very lively. But League Two, him to answer League Two, I think he's better than League Two, personally. Well, but it's, you know... I think, I think we also said that, you know, when you've got a youngster in there... Um, if they're good enough for the Premier League, they'll play. You, you know, and I, if you think about when people like Wayne Rooney made their debut in the Premier League, he wasn't that old, was he? Was he 16? 16, I believe, yeah. Um, and, and who was the guy that did us at um, Southampton? It will come to me in a minute. Anyway, they were all young when they did it. And uh, Walcott, no. Yeah, Walcott. Yeah, Walcott, yeah. yeah, that's it. Couldn't remember his name for a minute. He sort of lobbed us at 1-0, wouldn't it? It was a horrendous day. Um, you know, you got... Got beat by a schoolboy, basically. Um, but if they're good enough, they go. So I just think that maybe getting some game time for Joe will yeah, be a good thing, and you know he'll come back a better player. That's how and I look. It probably at it. fits him very nice as well. Suits him, like you said. I think I watched his interview yesterday as well for Colchester, and he said it suits him. Obviously, I think living arrangements and whatever else. So yeah, yeah. Good luck and, to him. and then hopefully he's back. He's better. And he's he'll on be it. Fine. He'll, he'll be, be fine. He'll be flying. He'll be flying there. I mean, we'll talk about we'll talk about the the transfer window in a, in a, in a short while. Uh, we talk about the preseason. Uh, if if you look down the, the thing, three uh, one at Peterborough, one all with Ipswich, two one at Sheffield Wednesday, nil nil with Wolves. And I think I think we said last week. Uh, I think we was a bit flippant about it. Really, oh, you know, away. Uh, uh, sorry, friendlies don't matter. But you know, to the players, when they're playing people like Wolves. Um, they're testing their levels, aren't they? Well, you'd like to think so, yeah. I mean, I, I actually watched the game. I don't know if you see it yourself. I uh, went to Wolves TV, paid the £6. People might criticise me for doing that, but whatever, anyway. But um, I thought, do you know what it is, right? Anyone who watched that, can someone please tell me what the commentators were on about? So biased. I think well, you didn't they see They would it. be biased. No, I didn't, I didn't watch oh, it. Oh, honestly, that's it. I had to turn it down on you. They were talking so much shite. You know what I mean? Said it should be fine. Anyway, whatever. It's why pre-season. But, but Bataro, why wouldn't they be biased? If it was Simon Pitts, would yeah, he be biased? come on. Yeah, but I mean, Dave, this was a different level. I mean, if anyone knows, it can like, you know, comment in to tell Dave or whatever. It, uh, it was a joke. But anyway, look, I thought we held our own. People are saying, oh, you know, Wolves, they're not a great side, blah, blah, blah. They've been in the Premier League for X amount of years. Yeah. It's still a test. You see what I'm saying? There's a bit of disrespect there towards obviously our players. Um, well, I saw on some social media accounts, but you know, whatever. But uh, like you say, pre season does matter, it's getting you up to scratch. I'm sure you would agree, Dave. Yeah, I agree with the pre season getting us up to scratch. Uh, I think, I think, it was a bit dismissive last week. I think, um, when you think about the players, they're testing themselves at a level that they don't get to test themselves against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's a friendly, but they still wanted to make sure that they could. 
perform well and a nil nil there would would be great you know it'd be great uh, we'll talk about Bokum in a mo um, the rest of them you know these are warm up games for, for the real thing on, on Saturday yeah. um, the Bokum the Bokum uh, producer Jacob said we, we won 4-3 um, I'll go with that if you had an aggregate score it's 4-3 we lost the first game we won the second game uh, what comes out of that was that we have an injury to Clark and yeah. an injury to Potts. Mm. Uh, how, how important is it that uh, that's not a severe injury for either of those? I mean, look, we can't really be afford to be losing players that were so key for us last season. Let's face it, they were. Both players were key in their own aspects. But uh, I'll be honest, I, I didn't see any of the game. I didn't Obviously, we didn't go. Um, but the first thing I did when I refreshed Twitter on a Saturday, and I saw it, Straight away, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Why is this happening again? Like, I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping someone will tell us that it's not bad news. Maybe a couple of weeks or something. But, I mean, I don't know if you've heard anything, Dave, but I've not. Uh, no, I don't, I don't have any information whatsoever in that, that respect. I, I'm hoping that it's, it's not a break because a lot of people thought he'd broke his ankle. Sure. Um, and when he was stretched off, I'm sure um, everybody feared the worst. So let's just hope it's not bad and hopefully... He gets back on it, and before you know it, um, he's back in the team. What because was Potts as well, sorry. What was he? What happened to him? I generally I don't know the injury really? for him. Uh, I just know that he was injured and, and, and left the field to play. So we're hoping that both of them recover. I mean, I think Rob Edwards said, you know, not as bad as they first seemed. Um, but, you know, until it's all official, you, you yes, just don't know what's course. going on. Um, I don't think that's a bad pre-season. No, I mean, look. Like I say, you say we dismissed pre-season last week, Dave. I feel like we didn't dismiss it. I feel like it's important, obviously, to like you know get up to speed and whatever else, and fitness wise, blah blah blah. But most importantly, was what we said was not getting injured, doing the right things. But no, look, if we'd gone to, you know, if we'd lost every game and not scored a goal, then you'd have gone. Well, I don't know what's going on here. But you've also got to take into account that, that some of these teams that they that won't be our first eleven either. They play. And I think maybe we've got like a bit of a no for it, maybe at Wolves. I think Bochum, I think both teams, I think they were split, weren't they? Like, basically, what you class your first team, I think it was half and half in each team, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, talking about first teams, um, we're, we're going to go through those in a minute, uh, for you and Steve anyway, at least. Um, how are you feeling ahead of the, the game on Saturday? I I'll be honest, I don't really feel anything other than excitement. That's all I feel. I don't feel no nerves. I feel nothing other than excitement. I just want it to happen. And whatever happens, as long as we don't get pumped like seven nil, whatever. I'm genuinely excited. I can't wait. I, I'm lucky enough to have tickets, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's a bit of history for us, you yeah. know. Is that, I think that's another thing. It's it, this roller coaster ride has only just started, um, and I don't think there's one single Luton fan who doesn't fear the worst and then think mm -hmm. we can stay up and and you know, oh my goodness, we're going to be playing Man City, and then the next week you're thinking, well, maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe we can just do something. Who knows? I think, though, sorry, I was jumping there, Dave. What I'm, what I'm feeling towards, obviously, this weekend's opening, actually, now I think about it a little bit more, is I'm feeling that it's going to maybe give us a chance to show people that, actually, we can play football. We can mix it up a little bit. And I think that's, that's the thing I'm looking at. That's what excites me the most. I've seen, do you know, I've had a, week, a weekend of people in the pub going, you're going to get pumped every week. You're shite, you're this, you're that. It's, you know what I mean? You're looting town. You spent 20 million pounds. That's all I've had all weekend. I, no, no word of a lie. And it's really, really, really done my nutting a little bit. I think it's a good job. I was very, you know, I was absolutely mangled. Otherwise, I would have been a bit more upset. But 
I think for me personally, um, I've had a lot of interaction with other clubs right now. Um, Everton Wolves, uh, I'm on the 12th Man uh, Premier League podcast as well. Um, and everybody's saying the same thing. Apart from some of these fans have said to me, do you know what, you might surprise a few, but if you, if you look at anyone's predictions, we're going to finish bottom. You look yeah. at Jermaine Pennant laughing the other oh, week. You look at every punter is saying you're going to finish bottom. Well, you know what, Sodom, I don't care. I feel that we're going to give it a good go. And you know what, there's no reason why we can't exactly. um, survive. It's not going to be easy. We all know that. But you've got to look at it this way, Dave, right? This is the way I'm looking at it. Is you look at um, Burnley back in the day when they first got promoted. Did they not stay up the first season or whatever? Or eventually well, and Bournemouth. Bournemouth. And These Brentford. were teams originally. And Brighton. Somebody, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Somebody at the time, they they were sort of like, okay, maybe they might have had a slightly bit more budget than us, but they weren't, oh, wow, look at us. We've got loads of money. We can compete in the Premier League. We're going to spend X amount of millions. I think Forest probably one of the only teams that done it in Fulham that have actually gone out there and gone, cash, 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 throw it all away. But even then, Forest lost about 18 games last season. Yeah, no, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It's not, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's, not, so, it's nothing special to do that. Um, we've got to be better than three teams. That's it. So, for Saturday, I'm just thinking, let's go there, let's have a great time, let's make loads of noise, let's make sure they know we're there uh, and just enjoy whatever happens. You know, And if we don't win, don't stop singing. Just keep going. Just show them the support of the team because you know what? This is the biggest thing that's happened to us for a long, long time. I can't wait for it. Uh, we asked you how you rate us pre-season how you're feeling ahead of Brighton. Lee says, promising signs, but worried that players are shattered from pre-season, which has been shown in performances midweeks and Saturday. He said Savellini looked brutal. Well, it did look brutal in, the, in there, but you know what? It was to get them fit. And, and yes. you know, your coaches told us on that video itself, you know, this is why we're doing it. Uh, Ian says, I'm just excited to shock the world this season. And do you know what? That's the big thing, shock the world this season. I'm tired of seeing top six fans belittle us and our transfers. Exactly what you just said. Exactly that. Uh, big E says, seems like a pretty decent pre-season, but we've not had all the... We did, we've not all the squad apparently together yet and going into the strongest league in the world. I have no expectations. I think we will struggle and it'll be a minor miracle if we stay there. Uh, Mike says pre-season was good. There was some good sides shown. As for next week, Brighton are a fabulous, well-organised, strong Premier League team who were well in the hunt for a top four at the points past season. Next week will be tough for sure. Yes, exactly. A, a team, a very good team in Brighton. We need to also touch on that as well. So if we can compete against them, who say we can't compete against majority of other teams in that league? So, yeah, let's go uh, for it. And Connor said, I enjoyed the run out against Wolves. I feel it gives us the biggest idea of where we are at. Although Rob Edwards didn't see himself in the post-match interview. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about that one. Didn't see himself. I can't remember, to be fair, the interview. Uh, I did watch it. I think he was a bit... Um, yeah, he, wasn't, he didn't look happy. I think he was, that was the thing that I got from the vibe. But like I said, I don't look too much into it. There's so much going on at the club right now. Um, transfers in, people being loaned out. Um, if we just look at our signings so far, I mean, this has got to be the, the best transfer window we've ever had. Out of all the signings we've got, uh, and as, as, oh, of, yeah. as of the time of recording, we've been linked to a 750k move for uh, Ruddy from Birmingham. Yes. What, uh, is he a backup keeper or is he... I think so. I think Kaminsky's going to come in as, as our first choice. Obviously, I don't know for certain. No one does, but... I'd presume that is, that's the reason he's over the line first of the goalkeepers. If Roddy comes in, I've seen a lot of people say, you know, he's, he's getting quite old now, this and that, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But you got to think, we were linked with Tom Heaton as well. I think he was a bit older. Yeah. But John Roddy is a good goalkeeper. 
was about to say a really good goalkeeper then, but I thought it's not exactly a good one to say it. But um, he is decent, a decent keeper, and he was performing. I don't know if you see. I don't know, Dave. Do you did you see a lot of him last season? Or you uh, not the games, really. But no, because you know what happens when I watch football. I watch Luton and I just turn it off. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. I just get to the point where I just can't be bothered. And I didn't like the guy that was presenting the highlight show. Right. Okay. Yeah, makes so sense. I just yeah. turned it off. I, I should I could have muted it, couldn't I? Um, <laughs> if you look at our signings, though, what have we done? Twenty odd million pounds. Twenty odd million that, yeah. pounds. And I know that doesn't sound a lot in Premier League signings, but my goodness, for us. That's amazing. I was going to say, have we spent £20 million in the past 30 years? No, I, I don't That's think what I mean. so. Um, if you look down the list here, uh, the last one we didn't speak about too much, Ryan Giles, Kabore, uh, obviously, Nakamba, Chong, Anderson, and Ogbeni. Um, they're, they're good incredible. players. Incredible. Are, are they all starting? In fact, let's talk about starters. Let's talk about uh, starters for this. Um, Steve's not here, but he's given me his starting 11, so I'm going to go with you and we're just going to I reckon we're going to sort of mirror each other here we'll have a look we'll have a look um, obviously starters for goalkeepers we're all agreeing it's our new guy Kaminsky I'll, I'll, I'll trade mine with Steve's uh, okay trade yours with Steve so Kaminsky yeah. number one exactly same as me okay so then uh, the, the who's your next guys Anderson Lockyer and Bell in the back three Anderson Lockyer Bell yeah, he's, it's the same as you. It's like they've yeah. copied each other, boys. <laughs> he's, he's about 200 miles somewhere else. So and then where else you got? Yeah. Who, who you got next? So I'm going for a right wing back of Kabore. Kabore, he's got that one as well. It's Left. like it's like Snap. Yeah, I think, I think to be fair, I think a lot of people would say this as well. I think He's got Marvellous in there, right? Oh, yeah, Marvellous. And for me, it's either going to be, well, I think it would have been Clark, if it weren't for the injury, but I think it's going to be Pelly in there. Pelly. I see. I can't. I would say Campbell, but I think Pelly just for the simple fact it's Pelly as well. Yeah, you know oh, it mean? gives him that that a bit of, course, of history. Yes, for yes, yeah. And then Giles at left wing back. Giles, okay, got it. He's got Giles same, yeah? as well. Right. And that leaves how many places left? Three. Three. Can I just tell you, he's probably got Morris up the front. Surely. I mean, if you, you must got have Morris, Morris up there. And yeah, yeah, you've got it's Morris and Elijah. Yep, and just behind Chong for me. Right, you guys. Advanced midfield you, position. Did you actually ring each other up and say? No, genuinely. I, the first time I spoke to him, Dave was on Zoom earlier. We had a little brief chat when you know his dodgy internet wouldn't work. You know, Steve, mate, try playing your broadband, but never mind. Um, he's on holiday, fella. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> isn't it his place though? No, I don't. I, uh, yeah, anyway, it was the other mansion. Yeah. You mean? Yeah, it's not, uh, I, I don't okay, know. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a fair a fair swipe at it, isn't it? I mean, I think I think the majority of Luton fans would, would predict that maybe like one, two maybe changes. I mean, we can't forget Alfie Doughty. He was amazing last season. Honestly. But he's not in there. When you look at our squad now, um, some people say we haven't got a lot of strength in depth. But I look at it and go, <laughs> nah. how can you leave this guy out? But you can mm. leave this guy out because we just brought someone in for £5 million. Pounds. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know, of course. And that's how I look at it. And it can only get better if we stay up. It's going to only get better mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as the season goes on. Singing, then. It can only get better. Things can only get better. Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. So what are you, Dave, what are you feeling? I'm going to ask you, what are you feeling? Like, are you feeling that's the team that you would think that would be starting? Or I think so. I think, I do know, if I had to write them down myself, because I'm, I'm rubbish at doing these sort <laughs> yeah. of things, um, I would sort of go with that team. It looks really, really strong. But don't forget, the, the, the bench will be full of really decent players. Oh, so. yeah, oh, that's, that's another thing as well. How do you fit all the players you've got on the bench? Next season, you can't. You have to leave some people out every week. It's going to be... It's crazy. It's crazy to be in that situation. Um, let's just hope that we go and perform really well. Um, talking about Steve, actually, and uh, 
I don't know why he wants me to tell you this, but he went to Specsavers um, <laughs> at the weekend. Is that, is that a story? He went to yeah, no, he went to Specsavers. Obviously, he needs, he needs his eyes done because uh, he's going to be doing the VAR or whatever else. Uh, he bumped into a guy who said he loved the pod and he promised that he'd give him a mention. Obviously, Steve's not here, so I'm going to give him a mention anyway. Justin, thanks for listening uh, and thanks for watching uh, and your support is much appreciated by us all. Please keep listening, joining all the, all the socials. That'd be fantastic. Lovely that you recognise Steve and... Uh, sorry that Steve didn't recognise you because he didn't have his glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about um, we talked about the difficulty of getting tickets for the Brighton game earlier this evening. You and I spoke with Graham, who contacted me through direct message um, and asked if he could come on and say a, a couple of things about the ticket situation. So. We got together earlier. There's a lack of uh, video from me and Bataro. There is video of Graham, so we're going to put that up. You'll hear us on audio, and we'll see what he thinks. So we've got to talk about the Brighton ticket situation. Um, I've luckily got mine. Uh, I've been a diamond season ticket holder. Not that long, but I am a diamond season ticket holder. Just for this reason, I was taking a chance that maybe, uh, just maybe, I got it really for the Watford tickets, I think, but uh, I had a chance to keep it this season, so I've done that. So there's been a lot of unhappy fans around, and... But sorry, when I when I think about it, is there a better way to sell them in the future, fans? Ugh, I mean, there's probably always something you could do better. But like you say, it's one of those ones where something better could also then cock something else up. For example, like maybe a loyalty scheme or whatever else and past away tickets. But look, I'll be honest, I've not really looked too much into detail of it. Because obviously, first game, unfortunately, I can't go from other, for other reasons. So I've not even tried. But I know there have been a lot of people complaining, saying they can't get a ticket. I think maybe the system crashed as well after maybe four or five minutes or something like that, I was hearing. But, look, I don't know. But, like I say, the club, the club, they do everything usually quite well. And, you know, but we'll get into that, so. When you when you talk about disappointed people, you might have noticed on screen we've got a, a face that you might not have seen with us before, but it's Graham. Um, we contacted you, or you contacted me over Twitter DMs, and uh, you've got a little bit of a beef about your ticket allocation. I say beef is, is that the right word for it? A beef is it just something that because I can tell I can tell anyone who's watching or listening that I've seen Graham at many away games over the seasons in non-league and, and on from that. But Graham, I understand you probably didn't get tickets to Brighton this year. No, I wasn't originally lucky enough on on the day when they were released to general season ticket holders. I, I gave my diamond up a couple of years ago for for various reasons. Um, Fortunately, I have been able to track a ticket, which I'm really, really fortunate to get. But actually, I feel that I shouldn't have had to go um, and try and, and get a ticket from other means. I've got it through an, a, a friend who, uh, whose daughter can't go. However, I have got some some concerns moving forward with away games. Um, it's very difficult to criticise the club because they get so much right. In fact, 99% of the time they get it right and, you know, as you know, Dave, I, you know, I love Luton Town and, and everybody that, that works for Luton Town. However, this just didn't feel right to me from the off. You know, 600 tickets that were left for general season ticket holders. Some people are arguing that, well, you know, you've got to have priorities. Yeah, I understand that. Priorities for away tickets, they've paid for that. Priorities for, for diamonds, they've paid for that. I've got no issue with that whatsoever. The concern I had is 600 tickets that were left for general season ticket sale and how they were not on sale when I went online at, at 10 o'clock, there was nothing available at literally at 10 o'clock on the dot. 
Um, and I know there are other fans that had that experience as well. So that concerns me moving forward, why they weren't available to purchase in the first instance online. I know there was a number of people queuing up at the ticket office, and I think they sold 100 tickets through the ticket office. I've got no issue with that, with you know people that can't use the internet. You know We've got to be fair to as many as we can. But I think loyalty of, of fans that have been there and done it, um, through especially non-league, I mean... I probably did more non-league rounds than I've done uh, league rounds over those five years. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, if I'm perfectly honest. But I've had a season ticket for 45 years. But I know there's an argument, well, you know, how then do you do it if somebody is, is you know, 18 years old and only had a season ticket for five years? I get all that. But I think there needs to be a little bit more transparency before those tickets went on sale. To, to You know, that if we knew there were 600 tickets then I think a lot of fans that I've spoken to would have been more prepared for the situation they faced at 10 o'clock um, on, I think it was Thursday, wasn't it, last week. So I just think if this is going to happen for each of the away games moving forward, is it going to be the same people that are going to be going? And what decisions are going to be made moving forward for those fans that didn't do seven away games last season? Do you do you think, Graham, that uh, and Patara, either of you, uh, we're, we're heading towards a ballot system for those remaining tickets? Do you think that might happen? I think that is something that I've thought about. I think if there's only going to be 600, that the ballot, you're going to be very, very lucky if um, you get one of the 600, if there's you know 3,000 allocated and 2,400 go in the first instance. But I think... At least then we know what the it's a level playing field, if that makes sense, doesn't it? Isn't it? it? We all know that that is the situation, and I know for certain England games, and I know for England cricket games, and that sort of thing, that a ballot is held um, for members that haven't been members of England cricket, for example, for a period of time. But whether you look at a system where if you've held a season ticket for five years or more that you get two balls in the pot, so to speak. So it gives you a better opportunity. It's almost like if it was just everyone in there with the same amount of like, say like tickets, for example, or whatever, then say like, oh, you might know your mate or whoever. Oh, I've got a ticket. And then you look at me, hang on a minute, you didn't go to a single away game last year. Because I've done that myself in the last few weeks, certain people, I've gone, oh, have you got a ticket? And for me personally, I get a bit hurt about it I get upset if I can't get a ticket and you know and I know people don't go that often And but like you say about a ballot if you're saying about obviously like saying two in there rather than one for like a loyalty bonus or whatever then that would make sense I guess wouldn't it do you think um, Graham? do you think that we're heading towards a point system like other clubs have in, in the Premier League I mean whether we're in the Premier League or not but I mean this season in particular is going to be really um Hard to get tickets if you're not in the in the privileged position of of where I am. It's going to be hard to get tickets. Maybe not on a Tuesday night away up the north, as far away as you can. Maybe that doesn't have that much interest to some people. But all the London games are going to sell out, aren't they? Everything you think about is going to go. Yeah. Are we headed towards a point system? And if we can get a point system for um, buying tickets, how can we make that fair? Because then you're going to say to people like me and people like uh, people have been diamonds much much longer than me. Well, do you know what? We might not take that into account anymore. How do we go with that? Yeah, I think it might be useful for the club to sit down with a group of supporters, perhaps the supporters trust or whoever, 
to sit down and say, look, the, the, these are the concerns that the supporters have. These are the concerns that the club has. And, and come to some sort of, uh, not an agreement, but a discussion about where, it, where they come from regards to the, the club with tickets and, where, and how they make those decisions. And then, you know, from a supporter's point of view, how does a point system look? I mean, we sort of got a small point system with regards to season tickets. You know, you get a cheaper ticket if you've had a season ticket for longer than five years, a slightly cheaper ticket if you've had it for longer than two years. But that wasn't taken into consideration for the tickets for the Brighton game. So, and I understand, and probably when this goes out, um, you know, social media will be as active as, as anything about, you know, I did 12 away games last season, I should have priority. Okay, I understand that. You spent a lot of money. But where were some of these people when we were going to Hayes and Yedin? And I know also that, well, I wasn't born then, I was only five and six years old. I get that as well. I understand that. So it is a very, very difficult situation. But I think somebody needs to sit down from the supporter side and the, and the uh, Luton Town side and say, right, what can we come up with that's going to make it a, a fairer system? And if it is into a ballot, then you can, you know, you could work it out on, okay, you get two balls or three balls or four balls, depending on how many games or season tickets you, you've had in the past. I don't know what the actual definitive answer is, but I, I just think for this game on on Saturday, um, I think there was a lot of surprise that there was only 600 tickets left for general season ticket holders. And, you know, when we buy our season ticket, it does say, you know, priority for away games. Well, it is priority, but that priority was pushed quite a way down the list when you look at, once they stick in away games in there, that was, you know, that's not in the, it doesn't say where you'll get priority after a certain amount of away games, away tickets um, and diamonds and, and executive members. So I just think a discussion needs to take place. That's That's what I think. And so that we all know what the situation is and that it's a level playing field. It's a difficult situation to be in for the club, really. Obviously, they've got a million and one things going on. I think you said that at the very beginning, a million and one things, the ground renovations. Um, no one at the club, well, except for one person that I know of, um, has been in the Premier League before. You know, no one uh, with regards to the staff and the procedures. And, you know, Mike and his guys at the ticket office, they work really hard all of the time. So you, I don't... I don't, it's not having a go at them guys. No, of course. I, mean, um, I don't think anyone will be having a go at them either. No, 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 not it's, at all. It's not like I say, it's not like we all know it's not their fault at the end of the day. So, And, you know, people are going to say, well, you can't please everyone all of the time. And that's, exactly. that's the other thing. So they might come up with a new system and we all might disagree. We might be having this conversation again in, in four or five months' time. Um, reselling yeah, tickets you, and things like that. Sorry. Sorry to jump in. I think yeah, it's not a criticism of anybody at the club, and I want to make that really, really clear. It, it, it is a it is a completely, you know, challenging situation when all of a sudden we're in the Premier League, and you know we've only got three thousand tickets. Some might say, well, that's three thousand more than we would get to some of the games in the Championship. But I think we know this is coming up for a little while now, and um. I think perhaps just further discussion or discussion before the the first game away game to 
to see how they came to those decisions. I think that's what it, it, it comes down to for me and a lot of fans that I've spoken to since Thursday. Um, and I think moving forward, again, as I said earlier, is to have those discussions to see what it's going to look like for the rest of the season. As you're right, Dave, you know, it might be all right if we're going up to wherever it is on a Tuesday night. But you're certainly thinking of the London clubs. That, we know, don't have those... to wait too long, do we? Because Chelsea will be on sale shortly and we'll find yeah. out what's going on there. Um, it's one that we can't resolve. Not right now. Um, and, and thinking about other people's uh, clubs like Arsenal, Brentford, people like that. If you do a Tuesday night away in Newcastle, um, you get more points for going on a Tuesday night in Newcastle or Burnley than you would for going to London. For a, for a thing, so you know there is there is ways around it, I assume, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. On another note, Graham, while you're on, I mean, I I I don't want to dismiss the ticket thing. The ticket thing will roll on. I'm sure we're going to discuss it more. And if you've got any comments, please leave them below on YouTube. Leave them in the comments or give us on our socials. We'd be happy to hear from you. Um, in fact, actually, we have some, some people that said this. Uh, Gary Sweet does a tombola on the centre circle. You'd be a better way. I think he's taken the. There, isn't he? Rich said there should be more more of a loyalty scheme for the amount of years a season ticket holder, 27 for him, who have backed the club during COVID, etc. Well, I would say during COVID, I didn't get in any of the ballots, didn't get a ticket. Um, I had a newborn last season, so lack of away games and not being able to afford the diamond upgrade. I wonder if they're going to review it. Ad says a separate category released at the same time as the seven away games for long standing season ticket holders. Um, you could have been an avid home and away goer for years, but because of not being able to do seven for one year, you're left out. Uh, Tim, no matter what system is in place, some people will be disappointed. Prioritising those who went to more away games last year makes sense to me, rather than long-term season ticket holders. Season ticket holders only pay for the home games. I get that. Richard, the only fair away would be would to be a few more tiers after the seven away. Maybe do a ten away over two scenes. I don't know. I think it's fair that those who've travelled away last season are given priority um, over those that didn't for whatever reason. Um, Greg says, not sure, but plenty have missed out. Despite being a season ticket holder, I only got to five away games last year, so I have no complaints. I do think there should be another category for season ticket holders, so we're going down the same route with a number of years before all season before all standard season ticket holders. Um, Mark says, uh, is there a better way to do it for future? Mark says, no. The people who went to the away games last season get priority. Makes the most sense. All this, I've been a season ticket holder for 20 years business, shouldn't mean you automatically get first dibs on your first ever away game just because we're in the Premier League now. I've been going home and away for well over 10 years, so I should get two tickets per game. Would be nice, but no. Uh, um, you know, I, I get their views, and it's the same as us. There's, you're never going to please everyone all of the time. This is going to roll on and on. Hopefully, we'll get a solution. But, Graham, while we've got you on, Brighton, first ever Premier League game for Luton Town. Amazing. What's your expectation? Great day out, I think. I think whatever the result, uh, your first away game or the first game of the Premier League, whether it's home or away, it's just going to be something to savour, isn't it, at the end of the day, um, regardless of what actually happens. Um, I think we'll surprise a few. I think we might surprise Brighton on Saturday as well. Um, you know, I think home form is going to be absolutely crucial for us going forward. I think that's well documented by various people. Um, but the way I look at it, I think I think it'll be a draw on Saturday. I think we'll bring we'll get a point. That's my prediction. Um, I'm not normally very good, so don't base anything on that. But I do think I just look at the league table and I just look at my 
is there three worse teams than us? And I actually think there are. So I think I've worked out that a point a game is what you need, really. So um, that's the way I'm looking at it for the for the season is we just average a point a game, then who knows what can happen. I think 38 points will be enough. Um, and I actually do think there are three worse teams than us. Well, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, you know, Thank you for having me. No, no, no problem at all. Um, we might do this a little bit more often with, with other people as well. It's been quite nice for me not yeah. to talk, to, to be fair. It's quite yeah. Yeah, you, rest. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a bit of a heavy weekend, so yeah. Heavy weekend. Uh, <laughs> Graham, thanks for coming on and uh, we'll see you again soon. Cheers. Yeah, see you at Brighton. Bye-bye. It was an interesting conversation about the Brighton tickets there. Uh, Graham had a few good points to make, didn't he, Vitari? Oh, of course. I mean, he, like I said, he touched, he was very obviously in depth with certain things. Obviously, we explained us uh, certain ways it would work. Like I said, it's nothing to do. Like Luton Ticket Office, like you said, we reiterate it is they are doing a fantastic job. Unfortunately, this is just a very, very freak situation for the club. It's a popular it's fixture, isn't it? Yes, it's the exactly. first ever Premier League game. And everyone's going, oh shit, just, just <laughs> walks into the face part of that. Yeah, everybody but, wants yeah. to go, but of course, but it's. Uh, I do believe I do feel there should be something for maybe the more. I wouldn't say loyal, that's, that's probably out of context a little bit, but the people that maybe went to more away games continuously, like average uh, a certain amount of away games. I know what you're saying, Dave, obviously you've got a diamond of season to get no, over. No, it's, it's not about that for me. I think you can't, I think we've already said in the conversation with Graham there, you can't please everybody all of the time. No, of course. They'll come up with a different method and there'll be somebody who won't like it. This is the thing, yeah. It's there's been, be divide, yes. there's been people that's gone to every single game for the last 20 years. You know, they shouldn't miss out, should they? Well, or no. should they, you know, no, if they no. go to a battle, it would they? It's, it's a really difficult situation. I said, from my point of view, I, I can't say anything because, I'm, well, I say unfortunately, but it, I don't mean that. But I had a child, obviously. Yeah. And obviously, that's really like sort of altered my sort of, my, my uh, I want to say my way of looking at things. I still want to go to football every week, but I know I can't. It's got priorities. I'm sure it's like that for a lot of people out there. Certain situations, everyone's situation is different. It's never like when people go, oh, actually, that's no excuse. I get that. If you genuinely cannot be bothered to go and watch your football team, it's just because you're, you know, oh, I can watch your iPhone, I can do this and do that. I know, obviously, we've done it in the past, but we try not to, unless we really, I mean, couldn't get to it or whatever. Oh, look, there there are ways of watching your team if you need to watch your team, and uh, we'll say no more than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, With regards to tickets, I just hope that people that bought tickets are not whacking them on secondary sale sites because I think that's a bit nasty. But, you know, everyone to their own, I suppose, is what they'll say to me. Are they clamping down with that, though, as well? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it'll be cracked down on eventually. So, you know, the ticket fiasco is not a fiasco if if you've got tickets because you're quite happy you've got tickets. 3,000 tickets. Hopefully, you'll all get a ticket somewhere. And, and it will work out in the future. Um, I just want to touch on a couple of things before we finish. Um, have you seen the new rule changes for football? Well, just, um, I know one of them was a time. Is it a time, is it? I don't know if it's seen it's all about or... It's all about um, getting the game time up to the right time, you know. Get, yes. like If you look at the so, championship... Sorry, the... Dave, this, this all to do with time, is it? Or yeah, mostly, yeah, yeah, mostly. Yeah. Well, timing and bookings. Um, yes, yeah. But the, the major one is that they are trying to get... the the ball in play longer. And you've only got to look at Good. the weekend that's just gone where, you know, people were having 12, 14 minutes. 12, yes, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I, I think in the, uh, was it the Sunderland game? I think it was eight minutes in the first half or something like that. Yeah, and then six, 12 yeah. minutes at the end. 
Oh, was there? Something like that. Oh, wow. Maybe I'm making that up. No, no, you're probably right, to be fair, because I have seen it quite a lot. I see, um, when I was looking at f- uh, fixtures and stuff, I think there was still, like, three games being played past, sort of, like, 5-10 in the afternoon. So, no, I like it. I like it. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, officials, it says here, officials to crack down on dissent, be more lenient on physical challenges. Well, that's about bloody time. Yes. That's what and, and, and on wasted time. Officials have become increasingly concerned with the statistics that show how little the ball has been in play in professional matches in England. With the averages of last season, you won't believe this, of just 48 minutes in League Two, 50 minutes in League One, 52 minutes in the Championship, and just under 56 minutes of a 90-minute game in the Premier League. It just shows you yeah, how much time-wasting goes on. Um, it's a difficult one as well. Descent is another one that's come in. The yellow, I think we're going to see a lot, lot more yellow cars this season. Um, I think, uh, did we see yesterday, I think, in the uh, Community Shield, if anyone actually watched it, I think, was it Arteta? I know he's obviously manager. I think there's a couple of players actually did it. They uh, were waving their hands like yeah. imaginary cards and automatically straight away they got booked. I didn't realise that they'd actually changed that this season. Yeah, whenever whenever more than one player approaches the referee, at least one of those players and potentially more will be shown an automatic yellow card. Um, I can see someone getting the arse quite quickly and being sent off real quick. Yeah. Um, any player that runs from a distance to approach the match officials will be booked. So oh, just don't f- do it. Yeah, I mean, you can't, let's go you can't back. really argue with it, can you, either? No, let's go back to the ca- ca- captain can approach, but that's about all. Um, you know, they're going to police the technical area a bit more. Um, and on the pitch, as an attempt to allow the game to flow better, reduce stoppages, a higher threshold will be applied to contact. Do you remember this stupid phrase that yeah. a lot of the pundits, not enough contact to go down there, or it's just enough contact to go down yeah, there? Yeah, of course. Um meaning there should be fewer free kicks awarded, which will keep the game going. For instance, which last season may well have penalised for being overly physical. However, as per the existing referee guidelines, any challenge deemed careless will be deemed a foul and anywhere reckless will receive a yellow card and a player who endangers safety obviously will be sent off. Um, We could be going out for 110, 114 minutes in a game. Do you know what? I welcome it. Unless we like one nil up. With like five minutes to go of normal time, it's like, oh, fucking hell. But no, look, I, honestly, Dave, I know you're exactly the same. And I think the majority of people, I think if not 98% of people would agree, this is probably the best thing they've done in football for a long time. And don't say VAR. I know if Luke was here right now, we go, oh, VAR, VAR. Bollocks um, to that. But no, it, this is great. Mate, I know sometimes you're going to want to get out. I know you, you love the O2 and you like the old shows and whatever else. You're, not, you're probably going to be late and then you have to tell your missus and whatever I get that no 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 no. But, um, I, sort of agree, <laughs> I sort of agree I, I get I get fed up I mean that will be great when we're losing but maybe not so great when we're winning no of course um, but it's, it's what it is though it's give and take though isn't it at the same well, time well it is give and take you're not wrong I, I think for me um, just to, even the stupidest of rules the day that they stopped Leo and the goalkeeper to take the, the goal kick from the side the ball went yes, out on yeah. meant they got ample opportunity to Mm-hmm. Uh, waste time so let's see what happens uh, it's going to be an interesting season um, like you say though more yellow cards a lot more yellow cards a lot more yellow lot cards more. which also means that then you know you might get a couple of bands real quick mm-hmm. and then you know your whole squad changes and your whole team changes it's, it's going to be quite an interesting situation to be in um, hopefully guys you're going to to going for Brighton at the weekend I think we've said enough tonight hopefully um, all will go our way on Saturday at least uh, a prediction from you. I'm thinking we're not going to lose. One all draw. One all draw. I'll take that all, all day long. Um, if you haven't got a ticket, 
I'm sad to hear that. If you have got a ticket, I'd like to love to see you down there. If you want to come and say hi, please do. It's always nice to chat to people who's been watching and listening. Um, if you can't find a way to watch it, then we've always got match of a day. As I would say, contact me, but I don't get myself into trouble. So don't get yourself yeah. into trouble, Pataro. <laughs> uh, you're at a wedding, unfortunately. Um, but we're here next week. We've got a Brighton preview coming up Friday. Um, We'll see you post-match same day normally because uh, it's a Saturday game, so we'll record Monday and it'll be out Tuesday. Uh, please like, please subscribe, please leave some comments below if you want to. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you and see you again That's it. next week. Enjoy the Premier League. Come on, boys and girls. <laughs>